When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. Athletes have the gym. Artists have their atelier. Um, chefs have their kitchen. Musicians have their studio. I have what I call an idea shelf. I know, hardly a sexy, stimulating name, not like atelier or whatever. What is it? Well, it's literally a shelf in my home where I can place a few small aquariums to do all sorts of interesting little experiments. I've always tried to have one in my home. Whether it's a literal shelf, a spot on a windowsill, or just a few tanks sitting on a cinder block in my bedroom when I was a kid, the idea shelf is more than just a literal place to put aquariums. It's a sort of physical manifestation of a whiteboard, a place to try or test new and really amazing things in the aquarium hobby. It's a place where the mundane and the marvelous are equally possible. Some of my favorite ideas coalesce from what if to full-on concept on these idea shelves. Among them was the urban agapo, that idea of uh, running a tank on a 365 wet and dry cycle, um, something that's become more than just a personal obsession of mine. A number of you have gotten into it too, and it's very rewarding to see that. Using smaller aquariums by necessity has forced me to test my innovations on a small scale before taking them to full-size versions. Much of my work with mangroves in the brackish water uh, took place on the idea shelf before I executed a full-size version. The lessons learned and the techniques honed on a small scale provided a great basis to be successful for the long term. Some concepts are simply executed with uh, small tanks. The much-loved Tucano Tango, which was that small, uh, roughly 10 U.S. gallon aquarium that was densely packed with melastoma root, intended to replicate the root tangles from which the Tucano Ichthys Tucano, the Tucano Tetra come from, was created on a small shelf in an equally small tank. It was a perfect example of taking the idea to market, as they say, just executing the idea without prior experiments. The idea was the experiment without any prototypes. It worked smashingly. And most important, it inspired others in our community to try to create their own version, which is really cool. You know, big ideas can come from small tanks and small spaces. Sometimes the idea shelf is the only option to keep fishes, the only game in town. Like for me currently, I'm sort of forced by circumstances to use the idea shelf as my sole batch of home aquariums. My wife and I are in the middle of remodeling our home doing some extensive work, and that necessitates putting all my tanks and everything else in storage, so we're literally camping out in the place. But you know, you can't have a home without an aquarium or two or three or four. So it basically means I can't have my full-size tanks for eh, probably about three or four more months. So what did I do? started playing with small aquariums. I literally bought a shelf to place in the room that will eventually serve as my home office and uh, set up, started setting up some tanks. I had to do a little research to find a piece that wasn't made of, you know, cheese board, which is one of my friends calls that fiber board that a lot of these cheap tables are made from. Had a little bit of strength, had a couple of levels, you know, a couple shelves, and had, of course, the load capacity to handle the collective weight of a few small aquariums. A few days of searching online found me a suitable candidate, and boom, it was delivered built it great and in this rather weird time 
I still think I'm really lucky to even have a functional idea shelf, to even have a few tanks. It's pretty cool. So what's on my shelf at the moment? Okay, I'll share with you. Well, I've had this weird idea of doing a sort of above and below the waterline version of the Tucano Tangle, except not specific to any particular habitat. I just like that dense root kind of look under the water. You and I have talked about this many times before, and we've talked about it in our blogs and our podcasts. And this is just an execution I wanted to do using a lot of wood and a lot of root to create an environment that supports emerged plant growth, uh, enables me to experiment with different substrates, and utilizes that unique footprint of a shallow, long aquarium. In this instance, it's one of those ADA 60Fs, a very, very nice tank, very interesting dimension. Now, I have no illusions about this tank, you know, breaking new ground in the hobby. It's an execution that's been done by many, many hobbyists uh, many times over the years. Most of them are way better than what I'm doing. What's different for me is that I'm interested in playing with aquatic plants for some reason. I blame you, George Marmer. No one's saying anything, but yes, George, you. Uh, and it gives me a chance to play with them, educate myself while doing some of the other experimental stuff that I want to apply to a full-size execution of this version. It's a true test bed idea. I love this idea of root tangles. I love the above below thing. And I like a footprint like that. So it's interesting. Now, I've had to solve a few problems with this tank, like hiding internal filters, heaters, and stuff like that. Now, I could use a canister filter and call it a day, you know, put some glassware in there. But as you know, I despise glassware. I loathe canister filters for some bizarre reason. And um, even though there are some amazing ones out there, I just they just don't work for me. I don't know why. Maybe someday I'll get around to it. Anyway, the beauty of the idea shelf is that it gives you the opportunity to try things that you may not even want to execute on a larger scale. Stuff that you can play with just because without long-term attachment to them. And of course, I have a waning, what I call a waning wet season uh, phase of one of my urban agapo tanks. In this case, it's a small three-gallon tank that I've had for 13 different inundation and desiccation phases, which is pretty cool. It's home to a small group of juvenile Nothalibius minimus. It's a South American annual killie that I've had in the tank for several generations of raising, you know, raising them up, having them spawn, lay their eggs, raise the resulting fry, you know, that same kind of cycle. And that's been really fun. And now that tank's at a phase where it's starting to look a little tired. It's when you get really late in the, in the inundation phase, the water kind of takes on a real turbid kind of look. There's a lot of epiphytic algae growth on the plants. Um, the fishes are yeah, pretty much ready to be transferred to a more permanent home to live out their lives, which unfortunately, because their annual fishes isn't all that long, but um, we want to give them a nice, uh, more permanent home. Yet this little tank has been a super groundbreaker for me. And I hope a bit of an inspiration for others. Then I have what I call the void. This is my favorite tank right now because there's literally nothing in it. It's an incredible waste of a tank, sort of. It's a Ultimate Nature Systems 45A all-in-one aquarium with water and different substrates. And that's about it. Like, why am I doing this? Well, interestingly enough, it's serving as a sort of a test bed for studying the characteristics of some of the new nature-based substrate formulas that uh, we're working on. I'm seeing how they interact with the water, how they influence its chemistry, how they... Uh, remain turbid for how long, how they clear out. Um, I've tested about four different types now and, you know, as I hone the formations or formulations that I want. And I also did play with some different wood types in there just to see how uh, the wood would do in terms of, you know, attracting biofilm or sediment or whatever. Um, so it's been kind of a fun experimental tank. At some point, I think I'm going to do something else in that tank. I'm not sure what, but uh, the experiments are getting a little bit boring. <laughs> so I think it's time to actually put some fish in there. And finally, of course, I have my beloved mangroves. 
I am growing out these propagals for inclusion in my next brackish water and yes, a reef tank that I intend to do later in the year. Um, a lot of people have asked me about that. They said, when are you going to do another reef tank? And I thought, you know, now it's time. But again, you got to do the groundwork ahead of time, get those propagals started, do some fun things. I've learned a lot about mangroves in these small tanks. It's been a lot of fun to play with them. And I think, you know, that we can learn from these small scale things again as we step them up. So that's what's on the idea shelf at the moment. Even after my full-size systems are up and running, I know there's going to be stuff brewing on my idea shelf. It's not just a place to put small tanks. It's an oasis of sorts. A place where dreams become ideas, which become executions. A place where ideas are tested, myths are shot down, features are made, and success is savored. It's a place where no one can tell you what to do, and no one can pass judgment. It's a place where your own voice, no matter how unusual, can resonate. We should all have an idea shelf in our lives. I'm certainly glad that I do. What's on your shelf? Stay creative, stay excited, stay observant, stay motivated, stay diligent, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.